Good Friday to you, coming uh, upon uh, another weekend here, and uh, looking forward to the Lord's Day. I trust you are as well as we gather together as God's people. We worship Him. We fellowship with one another. We uh, participate in the uh, services of the day that we might grow in grace in the knowledge of Christ. We sing to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs to edify one another. We pray together. We read the Word together. We hear from God together through the ministry of the Word. And all of these things take place as we gather on the Lord's Day. Hope you're looking forward to it, and you will uh, join in that time together. Well, today, uh, I want to tie together our Old Testament reading in Exodus with the New Testament reading in Mark. In Exodus 31, uh, look at a, a, ver- a, a section of that chapter, and then tie it, uh, tie it together with uh, a verse in the Gospel of Mark. In Exodus 31, uh, by the way, this is an aside. This is an aside. Exodus 31 begins talking about this individual that the Lord has called to craft, this, oversee the crafting of all of the different elements and components going into the tabernacle, this man Bezalel. And he is an artisan. But here's the thing I want you to see. The Lord says, I have filled him with the Spirit of God in wisdom, in understanding, in knowledge, and in all manner of workmanship to design artistic works, to work in gold and silver and bronze and cutting jewels for setting and carving wood, to work in all manner of workmanship. The Lord says, I have filled him with the Spirit and given him wisdom and understanding and knowledge so that he can engage in these crafts. And has it ever occurred to you that whatever your occupation, your vocation is, that God's Spirit can fill you with wisdom and understanding so that you might carry out that calling, you might fulfill that calling in a way that brings glory to God? I don't know what that calling is for you, uh, but uh, whatever it is, Turn it over to the Lord. Give it to the Lord. Ask the Lord's Spirit to fill you, to fulfill that calling in a way that brings glory to Him. Well, anyway, that was a little bit of an aside. What I really wanted to focus on is what comes next. In verses 12 and following, the Lord says to Moses, Speak to the children of Israel, saying, Surely, or uh, the ESV translates that, Above all, my Sabbaths you shall keep. Above all. My Sabbaths you shall keep, for it is a sign between me and you throughout your generations that you may know that I am the Lord who sanctifies you. The Lord makes a very big deal about his people keeping the Sabbaths, observing the Sabbath. And um, he's very serious about it because he goes on to say, if anyone, if anyone profanes the Sabbath, then he's to be put, it's a capital offense. He's to be put to death. Whoever does any work on it, that person shall be cut off from his people. The Lord takes this very seriously. He says, work is to be done for six days, but the seventh is a Sabbath of rest, holy to the Lord. Whoever does any work on that day, you know, don't profane the Sabbath. 
Therefore, he says, the children of Israel shall keep the Sabbath to observe the Sabbath throughout their generations as a perpetual covenant. It's a sign between us, the Lord says. Observe the Sabbath. And that was part of the Decalogue, right? Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy? And the Lord reasserts that here. Now, through the generations following this time, there were all kinds of uh, add-ons that were given uh, by the priests and the scribes and so forth. They, they interpreted different things, and they said, you can't do this and you can't do that. There's only a, a certain distance you can, you can do any walking. You can't do any kind of work whatsoever. Remember how Jesus was frequently confronted uh, by the Pharisees when he tried to do things on the Sabbath, like heal somebody. And Jesus says, look, you'll, you'll take an ox out of a ditch on the Sabbath. Shouldn't this person be healed of this infirmity that he's been suffering from? And the, another occasion, the you know, priest ho- ho- hollered out, you know, there are six days to be healed. Don't come to be healed on the Sabbath day. You know, that kind of an attitude. Well, where did they get that attitude? Well, those were, those were add-ons that made Sabbath-keeping a burden, a legalistic burden. There was no mercy. There was no kindness. There was no grace extended for some of these things, none, none whatsoever. And we see an example of that in the Gospel of Mark, chapter 2, where it says on the Sabbath, Jesus and his disciples happened to be walking through a grain field, and the, and the disciples, legally, you're allowed to do this, plucked uh, some heads of grain, and what they would do is they would take these heads of grain and they would rub them in their hands and they would get the kernels of the grain and they, they would eat that because they were hungry. The Pharisees castigated them for this. Look, why do you do what is not lawful on the Sabbath, they said. Why are you violating the Sabbath? And Jesus said, wait a minute, haven't you read what David did? How he ate the bread of the, sh- the showbread in the-, the table of the presence in the Old Testament because he and his men were hungry? And then he concludes with this. He says, the Sabbath was made for man and not man for the Sabbath. Therefore, the Son of Man is the Lord of the Sabbath. Now, what's Jesus saying here? The Sabbath, God gave the Sabbath to us for our benefit, to be a blessing to us. It is is made for us that we we might be refreshed in that day of rest and refreshment, that day of worship and service to the Lord. It is to be a day set aside unto him. It's a day set aside for rest and refreshment. This was what he made it for. It wasn't, he didn't make this day as something that would be uh, a torturous, um, you, you know, like ogre over us. We serve the Sabbath. No, the Sabbath serves us. I wonder, though, how many of us are actually benefiting from the Sabbath? How many of us actually make the Lord's Day a day of rest, a day of refreshment? We go together, go to God's house together, we worship the Lord together, we learn of Him together, uh, we, we make, make it then a day of spiritual refreshment and a day of physical rest as the day continues throughout the Lord's Day. I hope that we will do that and thereby gain the benefit 
that the Sabbath is to be to us, the reason why God gave it to us, to be a blessing, to be a benefit. So our Father, thank you for this gift, and I pray that we would open it, and that we would receive it, and that we would enjoy it as you have intended. And this we pray in Jesus' name. All right, well, listen, have a wonderful weekend, and I hope we see you on the Lord's Day. God bless.